Hey, what is up, everybody? Welcome to Chit Chat, a podcast by GSS. Today, we're going to be doing a full coverage of all of E3 from Ubisoft to Square Enix, Nintendo. So stick around. We're going to go ahead and do a commercial early on so we can just go ahead, get into it, and go through all of it uninterrupted without a commercial. So let's go ahead and hear a word from our sponsors, and we'll be right back. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Chit Chat. Like I said, a podcast by GSS. Today, we're going to be covering all of E3. Oh, my God, Scott. And don't be alarmed. I am still here. (laughs) (laughs) Because, like, I understand, like, the past at least five, I have hosted this thing (laughs) with something stupid every time. Oh yeah, yeah. Start, starting it out. So with I'm still simple. here, right? We just for this specific one. <laughs> yeah, for this one has to be done a little differently, a little more serious, a little more serious On the because serious side. E3 Actually, was pretty exciting this year, so we had to get serious. So, do you want to start? Do you want to talk about? You mentioned Ubisoft, Square Enix, and Nintendo. Do you want to yeah. talk about the Xbox conference? Because there were a couple good things. <sighs> I'm mean, we got to see CD Projekt Red's new game, Cyberpunk 2077. Okay, well, here's the problem. I didn't take notes on I Microsoft. watched all of it. Okay, well... So I can tell you what I remember. Let's start with Microsoft, then. We'll, do, we'll go in order from Microsoft, Ubisoft, Nintendo, and end it off with Square Enix. Because Square Enix, I think, stole E3 this year. Yeah, they, they pretty much had no competition whatsoever. Like, if y'all haven't watched... Look up the highlights. Just look up the highlights for sure. It was super great. So yeah, let's start with Microsoft then. Let's start with the Xbox. Let's let's. Uh, well, they showed, of course, their their big games. They showed Forza Horizon. There's going to be a Lego yeah. version of Forza Horizon, I, which actually looks so, kind of interesting. So it, it's funny because I seen the Lego movie, right? Like I watched it. I actually enjoyed it. Did you see the second one? No, I didn't see the second one. But Apparently, it's the, just as good. I seen the first one and like. I'm such a kid at heart. I seen the Lego movie and I was like, okay, this is pretty rad. I actually really like that. Um, so whenever I seen Forza, it was really funny how they did the commercial for it because you got a very serious <laughs> yeah, sports car. car. Yeah, it shows up <laughs> and it shows like the camera view of the person in it and you see these fucking Lego <laughs> it's cars. Just going, Everything is awesome. Everything is awesome. <laughs> Everything is cool. And then like they're driving around and start like plowing over flowers <laughs> and buildings. Was, I mean, it was. <laughs> the way it was done was actually really good. Yeah, Sorry it was that. really cool. I enjoyed how they implemented it. Um, they actually had what was it a McLaren a Mc, McLaren on stage made out yeah, of I think all it was like, a McLaren. It was a Lotus, I think. Yeah, it was a McLaren Lotus made out of Legos. like Legos. I think like they legit, said it was like four hundred thousand Legos, or something, something like that. It had working lights and everything. Super cool, super rad. Um, I think it's really cool how they did it. It's gonna really draw in younger players for sure. I think. Um, oh yeah, I think definitely. that's why they did it too to bring in younger players and kind of well, open like, up the market. With the racing game, you can kind of you can still do like yeah, that's something you can target kids with. Like yeah. you don't have to worry about blood, gore, or anything like that. It's a, it's a racing game, you know. Yeah. I mean, I think you're shaking the table a little bit. Sorry, I'm not trying to. <laughs> you're fine. I'm just letting you know. Um, I remember the. Which, you know, I think I think a lot of game studios, like, if they're making games like that, they should open it up to a younger market. You know, I think it's... Oh, yeah, if it's, if it's like a... We'll just use, <laughs> just because we always do, Kingdom Hearts. Mm-hmm. Um, like, that can targets more than just one range. I mean, I'm 25 years old, and I still play Kingdom Hearts. I mean, those games are amazing. Well, yeah, but the thing is, like... but. I started when I was like 11. Right. These games are like hooked in nostalgia. But newer games, especially like Forza and stuff like that, you know, they do have... Gears 5, just turn off the blood. Exactly. (laughs) But like even these games nowadays, you know, they're geared towards the older generation because younger kids have to ask for their parents to buy the game and things like that. We're the generation that kicked off gaming, really. Just about it, yeah. Well, Well, like I'd say the Nintendo... Was the first real system that kicked gaming off? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, of course, you have the Atari and stuff like that. Yeah, that Nintendo started it, but Nintendo was when it started going. N- Nintendo was the crucible. Nintendo, of the Super all, Nintendo, like, and the Sega. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and um, that was around our age, like late eighties, early nineties. I mean, yeah. 
All right, so um, what else? What else happened? Uh, they Microsoft? showed Gears Five, which yeah. is one of their big IVs, That's and they true. have that new escape mode. And I think if you pre-order, you get the Terminator. Yeah. So, so that was pretty neat. So have you played Gears before? I I'm not a fan. I've tried playing it. I'm not a crazy not, big fan. I'm not a fan either. But I can see where the excitement is oh, because yeah. this I've really seen... looks. It looks really engaging compared to the previous Gears games. Now I've seen gameplay of like previous Gears games. It's never really gotten me excited. I played it. I've never been into it. But looking at the new Gears of War, really though, looks like it opened up more. Really show gameplay. Yeah, they kind of no, did. So you're that whole thing where they're inside the hive. That. that was not gameplay. That was all cutscene. I'm pretty sure it actually says not in-game footage on the thing. No, that it was, was like a, it was a game, trailer for. That was legit gameplay. Like they were in the high. Let's find it, out. <laughs> oh my god! But either way, I mean, it looks super I mean, engaging. It I've looked, always thought Gears. I understand why people like Gears. Right. I just not my cup of tea. But it's all good. I mean, they add a new game mode. And, of course, you can be a Terminator, which is kind of neat. Yeah, that's really cool. But, I mean, that's really it for... I think one of the big focuses this year that I've seen of a lot of games is multiplayer, online modes, online, you know, online... Um... Well, the main character is a female in this Gears. This is the first Gears ever that the main character is a female. Right. That was pretty neat. It was really cool, too. Billie Eilish, they used one of her songs as the <laughs> face intro for that as oh, well. Yeah. That's pretty neat. Um, moving swiftly on, what else? Halo Infinite. Halo showed a little bit. That trailer was dope. It was super cool. Did you see the uh, full trailer? Yeah, I watched the full trailer. What'd you think of it? I was letting everybody. Why? I want to see gameplay. I mean, this game show. This game comes out in a year, okay? And come on, we have seen no gameplay. It's coming out on the new console. Halo is a huge IP that I really enjoy. It's it was the shooter that got me into shooters. And I was completely let down by that trailer. Well, when they start actually talking more about Project Scarlet, I think they'll actually start showing gameplay on Project Scarlet. Well, it just makes no sense because Gears is coming out. Gears 5 comes out this year. And we didn't, like, the only gameplay is if, I don't remember, but if there actually was gameplay during that, that's the only gameplay we've seen of Gears 5. Right. And it comes out this year. That's true. Microsoft is screwing themselves right now. Well, I mean, either way, they're still... They're keeping a franchise alive that started on Xbox. You know, you look at Halo. The moment you see Halo, you think Xbox. You know what I mean? So here they Xbox have... Xbox or PC if you're real. Right. Um, <laughs> so do you want to jump right in and talk about Project Scarlet? Well, let's talk about the Elite Controller right quick. Okay. Yeah, they're doing true. a new that's updated true. version of the Elite Controller, which it, looks really interesting. It does look really cool. Um, let's talk about this mode switching on it. Because I've seen the different modes... And I don't understand it. Do you get it at all? Do you know what that's about? Like, which, like, get into more detail. In the so, there's a switch right in the middle. You can, like, three different modes, and it says, like, oh, yeah. Halo Gears or whatever. That's cool. Okay, so what it is, is you actually can map all your buttons. So, say, for Halo, specifically, you use Bumper Jumper. Right. You say that's mode one. So you can that's map that to the switch. Yeah. So like if you like and say then, for instance you can map a full layout for like the switch. So the moment you switch yeah. it, it changes the full layout. Mm-hmm. That's clever as hell. I it love was that. on the original Elite, <clears throat> but what really stands out in this controller with this controller, what they changed is the grip goes all the way around the sides. Yeah. You can now change your analog density. Like yeah. how easy, how hard, how diff, or like I've seen that. That was attention. really cool. And you can see in the original Elite controller. See, I have an Elite controller. You can. It's either long trigger pulls or short trigger pulls. This is giving you like four options of trigger pulls. Yeah, I've seen the different like trigger is, options, like the bumper and the triggers. Like that's for a controller. This blah. is blowing minds yeah. away, it and they're reasonably cool. priced. Like they're scuff controller is the only controller that's actually good right. compared and i mean they're around the same price maybe a little cheaper than a scuff true i thought that was really cool um i think it's really going to i can see it kind of being cheesy in a way because you can map it to do like one thing one button like say the left trigger you can map it to do one thing and literally spam the switch and press the trigger to perform two separate options yeah, super quick i can see that being kind of cheesy but you know, that, oh, if you're gonna play like it, you're <laughs> yeah. paying for it, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Your switch is gonna wear out really it's quick. It's funny because I got the original Elite controller, which everybody knows was $150 when it came out. 
and I literally only use the D-pad. <laughs> like, really? everything else is like you would have a stock Xbox One controller except for the D-pad. I basically paid $150 for that D-pad. Like, I can't get That's used crazy. to the paddles. I just can't do it. Yeah. I mean, it's just something <laughs> I'm not used to or whatever. I mean, I don't know what the reason is, but right. it's just something I just can't do. Well, let's jump into Project Scarlet. We don't know a lot about it because they didn't really tell a lot about it. Yeah, they it. just say it's supposed to be supposedly four times faster than the Xbox One X. Yeah. Yeah, it can play up to 8K at 120 frames per second. That's fucking ridiculous. Think, it's not true. Think about that. I'm calling it not true. I, I'm like I don't. They I don't said see. that the Xbox One X would run 4K at 60 frames a second. The only games that'll do that are Xbox exclusive games, and they barely do it. <clears throat> but they're still doing it. But it's not true 4K, supposedly. Well, that's it, what everybody that's been going on about it. It's not actually true 4K. But what if it is? Like you know, for true for like to actually experience 4K, you have to have a 4K monitor. Your HDMI cable have to has to support 4K. You that's know what true. I mean? So every little thing, even if you buy, but if you're the, reviewing if this, you, you've got all this shit. So right. But that's the thing, though. Like, I can hop on my computer right now and I can render out a 4K video. You know, some of our videos on our YouTube channel is in 4K, but I can't. You know, I can't say that I actually was able to experience the 4K. I mean, I'm an Xbox guy, so like me saying that, I just think they're going way too bold with their statements. Right. Because what's going to happen is they're going to hop everybody up, and the Xbox is going to come out, and it's not going to be what they everybody wanted, right. and then Microsoft screwed themselves. I mean, do we even have 8K TVs right now? Dude, I don't even think anybody's actually I'm, mastered 8K anyway. I'm jumping <clears> on <throat> Google right now, and I'm looking up 8K televisions because I don't even think we have 8K TVs I don't even think yet. 8K exists right now. Actually, we do. There is a QLED 8K by Samsung. And See, I is, don't buy this. Okay, so it's a four... Okay, so it's a 65-inch Samsung LED QLED for $4,000. Because literally they said... When 4K came out, that that's what films were filmed in, is 4K. So I don't buy this 8K crap. Well, you see, so Red Cinema Camera... Okay, so if anybody was... Nobody knows this, I don't think. I'm really into cinematography. Um, I recently checked into getting a Red Cinema Camera. I found one for a pretty decent price, and it has a sensor that shoots in 4K. The thing is, Red Cinema Cameras, if you don't buy them used and you buy directly from them, they have sensors that shoot in 8K... They they have they have ridiculous sensors now. Um, I think their highest I think is like eight and a half k nine k something like that. But the thing is, there's a big difference whenever you're shooting in that. It's a raw format. All the material saved is direct. It's all just untouched, uncompressed. So whenever you actually put it onto a screen, you have to have a software that's able to render it down to you so you can actually see it. Because if I just took eight k image raw image put it onto my tv straight from the camera it'd be so zoomed in it'd be like like an eye like on a face when in reality i shot the full scene and it was like a wide shot scene um so it, see i don't buy the see, like, the only reason I, I buy 4k is because that's the clearest thing but anything right. other than that like how can you get clearer than clear i mean like right. it's impossible like i mean it gets so that's the thing like if you have the capability to view it here we are going off into like is 4K and 8K a thing, um, but if you have the ability to view it, like if you like right here, I'm looking right now on Google. If I click this link on Best Buy, bought this TV for four thousand dollars, put it in my living room, and made made sure I had everything set up, and I plugged in Project Scarlet, whatever they're actually going to be calling it. I'm pretty sure I'd be able to tell a difference. I'm pretty sure it would support 8K, and if there was a game that actually performed 8K, I would be able to See, tell I the difference. I just think 8K is a lot of horse crap. Like, I feel like it's just a gimmick. Like, right. 4K, I believe, exists. I've seen 4K. 4K is amazing. But that is literally... It's clearer than looking in real life. That's why I say... Well, all it is... So, like, if you Google and you do, like, um, aspect ratio differences, right? Comparisons... So I'm looking it up right now. It shows an image of squares, right? And what it'll do is it shows the aspect ratio comparisons um, to like the difference. So like 16 by 9, 16 by 10, 3 to 2, and a 4 to 3 aspect ratio. Um, so like if you look at those, it'll tell you what those are supportive of. 
So it'll show you like standard monitors are 4 by 3 and it'll go on and show down here like 4 by 3 monitors are capable of uh, like 1152 by 768 at like, you know, like quality. But then it goes on right here, HD, like true HD. 2560 by 1440, which is equivalent to 2K or 4K, I think. Um, yeah, 4K. Um, which is, right now, like, you see HD next to 2560 by 1440, right? But if I'm rendering out a video that says UHD, like, like ultra high definition, which is where it's all getting a bit iffy. Anything above that, you know, I kind of agree to an extent. Like 8K, I think it is kind of gimmicky, but I think it's still possible, and I think it's going to be a thing that they're really. No, see, be I pushing. just think that's. In, I just think it's impossible. Right. I think 4K is the highest, which is fine. I mean, that is perfectly clear. That's clearer than real life. Yeah. I just yeah. think 8, 8K. They're just saying it to sell. It's like, let me give you an example. I think that. The whole 3G, 4G, and 5G mm-hmm. is a whole of horseshit. I agree with that. Because literally, when you had 2G phones, okay, and then you got 3G, <laughs> that shit was instant. It was boom, 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 mm-hmm. boom. But then right when 4G LTE came out, 3G just died. Like, it sucked. Yeah. And 4G was the next thing. And now that we're getting into 5G, 4G is starting to slow down. It's it's that concept. I think it's just a lot of horseshit, and they're just calling it something new just to sell a phone or right or Verizon trying to sell a plant. You know what I'm to saying? To make you buy the next yeah. best thing. I just think it's a lot of horse crap. I mean, I may be completely wrong. Yeah. But the way evidence shows that it's pretty much horse crap. Like, yeah. It just makes no sense. But that's how I feel 8K is. I just say they're saying 8K. And, like, I could see maybe getting to 5K or 6K, yeah. and now we'd be max. I feel yeah. like 8K, that's just, it's shooting in the stars at that point. Right. So, moving on with Microsoft, is there anything else that we should touch on? Not really. I don't think, I can't think of anything. All right. It, so. Oh, Xbox, whatever they're calling it, Project Scorpio is supposed to drop holiday 2020. Yeah. Uh, let's, let's move on to Ubisoft. I didn't um, watch this one, so... So, after this, I took notes on everything else. I took notes on Ubisoft, Square Enix, and Nintendo. So, um, we'll start with Ubisoft. They started with the symphony, the Assassin's Creed Symphony Orchestra. Um, it was only, like, 15 pieces of the orchestra. Um, and they were like, you think, that was great. Go see the full 80-piece orchestra. And they gave the tour dates and everything, which is really cool. They sounded great. I think that was a really cool way for well, them to start there? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I don't um, know if it's a video or not. No, yeah, yeah. They were actually on stage, and they started out with a video of Assassin. Like, That's a good way to start each Yeah, it started like the orchestra, and like it had like the big screen in the background with like um, all the Assassin's Creed games over the years as the orchestra played. It's pretty cool. Um, first off, with Ubisoft, fucking rocking it right out of the just right out of the bat, just right out of the gate, they uh, basically dropped. Uh, and just showed everything about the new Watch Dogs. Now, here's the thing. I've never played a Watch Dogs game before. I played the first one. Didn't how, play the second one. How was it? <clears throat> first one is okay. So, I heard the second one was really good, though. Like, I never played either one of them. I've never been too excited or really just interested in playing either one of them. But after seeing this, I'm super excited. So the name of it is Watch Dog Legions. Basically, you work for a anti-reliance company called DeadSec, and you're basically a rebellion <clears throat> group going against. Basically, you, so you live in London, right? You live in the UK, and there's this resistance group that's basically controlling everything. There's drones, military. Like I, I mean, it's just you're under full control. There's no such thing as freedom anymore. So there's this company called DeadSec, and basically, everybody can be a possible like recruit but here's the thing you have a bluetooth earpiece in your ear and you have a phone that's capable of scanning people and showing you what their skills are like they could have plus 40 drone takedown or plus 10 hacking minus 10 gunfire you know whatever here's the greatest thing of all time every npc every person you see in the game is playable Every single person is playable. You see an 80-year-old lady, you can scan her. She has hacking skills. Guess what? You can recruit her. Now she is part of DeadSec. Now you have the like capability of swapping to her whenever you want to. If, you're, if you encounter something, like for instance, you need to hack into a bank, get in, find a certain person or whatever, 
but it requires hacking skills, guess what? You can switch that little old lady, get on a bus, drive across town, go to where you need the hacking done, hack into it, swap back over to the other guy, finish out your job, swap to whoever you want to. I think that's genius. I think that's amazing. Like, I think that's a really cool idea, being able to swap to anybody, recruit anybody. Anybody you see is a possibility. Like, that's just super cool. Gameplay for itself, they show some gameplay. Looks super engaging. Um, it's really fluid, like some of Ubisoft's stuff. Um, like Assassin's Creed, for instance, starting out, it wasn't so fluid. As time went on, Assassin's Creed became more and more fluid. How they integrated combat with like these fluid combos and stuff like that. That kind of, it was still gameplay, but it was kind of a short cutscene in the middle of a fight, if that makes sense. I think, you know, in a very not nice way, I guess, I feel like they've dumbed down combat a little bit in the Assassin's Creed games. Like, I don't mm-hmm. think it's a good thing. Yeah. Because it was pretty difficult in the first couple of games. Yeah. Like, combat was hard. I yeah. Mean, and I think. That would be a. They did it to for a wider audience to be able to play it. I yeah. mean, I understand why they did it, and it works. But I mean, that's just now. I don't know about Watch Dogs. Watch Dogs was kind of the first Watch Dogs was literally Grand Theft Auto with hacking. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I don't know about Watch Dogs Two. I didn't play it. Mm-hmm. I, Watch Dogs One, I wasn't a huge fan. That's kind the of, hacking was kind of cool. That's kind of what Watch Dogs Legions reminded me of because in the first opening, I showed the guy fighting somebody then he ran and got in the car and you got to drive it and stuff like that solo yeah. car it's pretty neat um but i'm <clears throat> super excited about this i've never if it tells you anything i've never been like excited about a Watch Dogs game or never really been interested but seeing the preview for this and watching the gameplay and stuff like that makes me want to play it so if that tells you anything check it out go look it up um drop date is march 6th of 2020 so that's pretty cool uh moving on um so the creators of Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh yeah, I heard they were making a game. Yeah, uh, they teamed up with Ubisoft and they're making a show. Oh, oh yeah, it's a show. Yeah, a comedy show called Mythic Quest. Right. Uh, the main character Ian Grimm is basically the developer lead. He's the main lead developer of this game. The game itself is called Mythic Quest, one of the biggest games in the world. But Video game version of the Office. He turns himself. Basically, he's got a huge ego. He's got an ego the size of Texas, right? And he makes the game itself, like the popularity of the game, more about the popularity of him. And it's just showing the comedy of that. I think it's cool. Um, I think it's going to be an Apple TV Plus exclusive. So if you have Apple TV, go check that out whenever it comes out. I don't know any more details other than that. But it looked funny. I think it's pretty cool. So go check that out. Uh, Rainbow Six Siege. They're adding more stuff. The yeah. game's already really big. Yeah. Pretty much if you care about Rainbow Six Siege, we don't have to talk about it. You already know. Yeah, they're just adding a bunch of crap. Um, Ghost Recon Breakpoint. John? I'm not seeing any gameplay. I don't know if they showed gameplay, but Ghost Recon Wildlands was good, so if they follow that kind of formula, it'll be really good. They showed a little bit of uh, gameplay. Um, John Bernthal came out and talked about it. Yeah. Uh, for anybody that doesn't know who John Bernthal is, Which he is was... who they copied... From CG Project Red, yeah. John Reeves forgot to talk about that. Yeah, um, John Reeves is in the game. Okay. Yeah, so John Bernthal is what is he? The deputy, or is he just a sheriff? In Walking Dead, yeah, he's a de- I think he's a deputy. Yeah, uh, but basically, Rick Grimes he plays hit, the Punisher in the Netflix series. Yeah, he there plays Punisher in Netflix series, and then um, most famously from The Walking Dead, he was Rick Grimes' friend in season one. They ended up having an affair with his wife and blah, blah, blah. I don't remember. It doesn't matter. I don't either. Sorry, I think that's pretty much it for Ubisoft, didn't it? Did they drop an Assassin's Creed game? Um, no. Why would you start out with Assassin's Creed Orchestra and then not drop Assassin's Creed game? Just because their biggest game. Um, And, of course, they had to do Just Dance. That was the thing that was there, right? Um, I forgot they made Just Dance. Yeah. Uh. 20, what is this Just Dance Twenty Thousand now? It's called Just Dance Twenty Twenty. Is what it's called. Oh, no so kidding. it's coming out Twenty Twenty. Yeah, you didn't know. it's coming out Twenty Twenty. It's called Twenty Twenty. Pretty cool. Uh, let's see here, Doom Eternal. That's the thing coming out that a lot of people are excited about. Didn't Bethesda, Bethesda made that? Oh, is it? Then I might have just took a random note on Bethesda. Yeah, Bethesda made the first Doom. So yeah. Oh. 
Well, Doom Eternal's a thing. We're just moving right oh, into that. That looks sick. Um, looks really cool. Actually, they got the first Doom, like the remake Doom, was it was yeah. awesome. Um, let's see here. Doom Eternal Battle Mode. It's a multiplayer online mode where you get to choose if you're a demon or a demon slayer. That's pretty cool. Um, and basically, if you're a demon, it's basically three against one. So you and two other friends are demons, and you fight you against know what one other game slayer. Trying to, <laughs> trying to do that, and it failed. What? Who? <laughs> it's called uh, Evolve. <laughs> and it's by it, it Valve made it in there or Total Rock Studios I think so yeah it failed yeah so yeah it doesn't work <laughs> unless it's Dead by Daylight because well, apparently re- people really like that game it's Doom so it doesn't really matter what people think it's Doom so they're going see, to see that up... but the thing is why are you talking so quiet right now I don't know <laughs> I just I just don't think game modes like that work they don't work. They've tried. They've failed. It doesn't work. I mean, that's just what makes Dead by Daylight so good. It's kind of the same concept, but what makes it so good, or like the Friday the 13th game, is one dude plays as a serial killer, and everybody else is trying to escape. Like, that is what makes those good. You're running from a serial killer. Yeah. Like, that's what makes those games good. But for some strange reason, if you have three or four or whatever finding one big monster it just doesn't work and i have yet to figure out why because it seems like a really cool concept just it does not work mm-hmm. i think because it'll only be four people to a match yeah maybe i think that's what it is it limits the amount of interaction yeah. now if it was like 4v4 like four demons versus four slayers now that'd be yeah be different be a challenge but this one v three or something yeah well the thing is fails. like the slayer is majorly overpowered right like the slayer is super OP. And he's also apparently to... link if you haven't uh what? you watched that video no yeah like they're comparing the doom main character like really does it no one knows his name or whatever he's just a slayer is literally future link like no joke people have and it, like what they you need to watch the video like it makes total sense. Fuck like, out of here with that shit. No, oh, no, it makes total sense. I'll have to watch the video. I don't know about that. Let's um, let's move I mean, on. I don't buy it, but... Let's move on to Nintendo. Um, it started out. You with, got big Dark Souls. <laughs> it started out with Miyamoto and Doug Bowser, the new face of Nintendo America. Um, and they really made a funny moment out of it because oh Reggie Watt. Oh, since Reggie Watts left. Yeah, so retired. like the the guy who replaced Reggie was Doug Bowser. Now, that's hilarious because, ha, 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 Mario's enemy is Bowser. Um, literally, Miyamoto was, like, talking and introducing and stuff. He's like, I'd like to introduce Doug Bowser. And it just showed Bowser standing next to him. He's like, what are you doing here? And, like, Bowser was just talking his gibberish because no one could understand it. And he's like, not that, Bowser. What are you doing here? It was super cheesy. It is so cringy. I'm so glad I missed that. Yeah, it was really cringy. That'll be in the um, cringiest C3s, I think. Yeah, it was super cringy. Um, and I don't think there was another thing. That was just cringy. just seeing yeah, just really. seeing Reggie Watts actually play it up. Reg Reggie Watts. Re- Re- Reggie Watts is gone. No. Um, Remember. His name wasn't Watts. I don't know why I just said Reggie Watts. Reggie Watts is a musician. Um, seeing Reggie. Oh, is he really? Yeah. Uh, Reggie really played it up. Like, he, he, he knew the fact that he was a meme, and he really played that to his advantage. Doug, on the other hand, really doesn't, he doesn't play it out. You know, and it just, I, I don't know. I, uh, He's cool. I think he's going to be a good face, but I think he needs to get... Reggie feels aim. Yeah, feels aim. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I said Watts. Because I said Watts. Oh, is it? Because I thought his name was Reggie <laughs> Watts. You got me on that Watts train, man. Um, but let's move on from that because it was cringy, and I'm cringing just thinking about it. I'm cringing, and I didn't watch it. <laughs> Luigi's Mansion 3. I saw a trailer for that. Coming to the Switch. It's it looks okay. really good. Um, I just... I'm not. A, I've never been a fan of Luigi's Mansion games. I really like the first one, but here's my opinion: they should have let it just be a standalone game. Be a standalone game. Um, Welcome I, to every other game that I, Square Enix makes. I, this is Nintendo, not Square I know, Enix. But welcome to every game Square Enix makes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Like it looks good. I think it looks really good. I think it's going to play well. I think a lot of people are actually going to enjoy it. But I would have just preferred Luigi's Mansion to be standalone. You know, I, I really would have preferred that. Um, I don't. I, I'm, I'm a Nintendo fanboy. I really love Nintendo, right? 
but I'm not really on board with seeing a game really just get beat like a dead horse, if that makes sense. Um, but, I don't know, it looks good. Go check it out. Next up on the list is Link's Awakening. That's the thing that happened. It looks way different than I thought it was going to look. Oh, um, they actually showed more stuff on it? Yeah, it looks really childish, cartoony, and 3D. Like, well, it, how... it literally looks like a Link to the Past, only they took it and made it l- literally really bulbous. You mean sh- a Link Between Worlds? No, a Link to the Past. So, like, it looks like the map and world of Link to, a pa- Link to the Past. Not the 3DS one that came out called Link Between Worlds. No, I'm talking about Link to the Past, Super Nintendo 97. Well, let me see if I can... You can get any talking. I'm just going to show okay. you a picture of it and see if it looks like this. Okay. Um, but it was super cartoony. Um, really colorful. I think it was cool how it looked. You know, I'm not I'm not denying that. I just think it's, I don't know, it's not really going to appeal to an older... I wouldn't play it. I wouldn't. Um, and that's just me. I'm a really big Legend of Zelda fan. But I, I don't... I'm not going to play this one, honestly. The only thing I would play this one for is it has like, like a... better graphics. Yeah. That's Link Between Worlds. Got you. It it looks like that. Yeah, it looks like that, but it's really cartoony. Like, way more cartoony well, than that. they would have, but it was a 3DS. Yeah. Limitations. Um, <clears throat> the only thing that I would play this one for is they have a custom dungeon-making-like aspect of the game, so you can make your own dungeons and play them, and I think you might be able to upload them and let other people play it. I think it's pretty cool. Um, it looked neat. It had like a drag and drop system. You could choose your enemies to put in, traps, yeah. things like that. It looked cool. I don't know. Um, did they show uh, Super, Mar- or Super Mario Maker 2? I, I think they did, but I just put it on my notes because I knew it was a thing coming out. But I, uh, Apparently, it's like basically the same thing as the first one. You just They've added some other features. Yeah, they have some other features, and it's on the Switch now instead of the Wii U. But I'm still going to get it either way because Mario Maker is the ship. Um, there's not really much to say about they Mario Maker about 2. Did Pokemon? I'm sure they did, but I didn't put it on my notes. I probably missed it. Um, uh, Sword and Shield, they're coming out. Yeah. And I'm not going to touch on Mario Maker 2 since pretty much what Scott just said is... It's literally is, the first game. It's literally the first game with just a couple added things. Um, let's see here. Witcher 3 is coming to Switch. That's cool. They're adding it. I'm just... <laughs> I'm just tired of... I mean, I understand Witcher 3 got Game of the Year when it came out. Mm-hmm. I'm just tired of... Nintendo, you were far behind. Don't. It's not that big of a deal that you're getting games that's been out for a couple of years. I mean, yeah. I'm tired of hearing about it. It's like yeah. Skyrim went, Dragon's Dogma went, Dark Souls went. I love Dragon's Dogma and I love Dark Souls. Wasn't offended of Skyrim. I know that really doesn't make any sense because that lineup I just gave well, you. Well, see, I think what the big deal about it is, like, here, let me add this before I go any further. Resident Evil 5 and 6 is coming to Switch. Um, <laughs> see, that's actually kind of cool, though, because they don't have any shooters. See, the thing is, is like these games that they're getting, they announce it because I think they're going to think people are excited they get to play these original classics that they love. On the go? On the go. And, like, I can agree. I can agree with that. Excuse me. Sorry. Oh, that Chinese food, man. Um, I can really Please agree with that. In. <laughs> I am. <laughs> I really agree with that. Like, I just. I downloaded Final Fantasy VII. The original but PS1. That's different because... No, it isn't. You I never got to play Final Fantasy VII on the go. But you can't sit and play, like, a quote-unquote better version of it on another console like you can with those other games. I understand it's not on the go, but why would you want to play... Like, it's not... They're not bad versions of the game. They're not yeah. bad. It just... It's clunky for some of these, for the Joy-Cons. I mean, that's just... Some of these games, it's just clunky with the Joy-Cons. Yeah. I understand. And then if be. you're using the controller, why don't you sit on your couch just playing on your Xbox or PS4? Right. right. I mean, that's my thing. It's like, I'm glad you're getting it. And, I mean, I have nothing against Nintendo. I like some of Nintendo's games. I love the Switch. I have a Switch. Yeah. But I use the Switch, and I the only time I ever undock it is if I'm going to the restroom. I mean, it's literally... Like that well, Comedy see, Central whatever joke. Yeah, like, yeah. The only time you ever play the Switch on the go I mean, is when really, you go to like, the bathroom. I don't take it anywhere. I mean... I took it on a plane, but that was about it. I take mine to work with me. Like, when I go on break, guess what? I sit down and I play the Switch. I mean, I just... You know. I can't physically do that, so there's that. Yeah. I just... I mean, I just... 
I don't know if it was E3 worthy. Let me put it that way. I don't yeah. know if it was E3 worthy. Um, touch on this second. Literally not going to talk about it. Just letting you know it's happening. Animal Crossing New Horizon. That's the thing that happened. Um, I like Animal Crossing. I think it's going to be cool that they get... I, I liked Animal Crossing for GameCube. Let me rephrase that. The first one. I thought that was really good. Um, Smash Bros. getting two new heroes. Two new two new uh, playable characters. Uh, Dragon Quest Hero. Uh, so you're getting characters from Dragon Quest. Didn't and Dragon Quest Eleven come to Switch? I mean, I'm, I think it was I a Square so, yeah. Enix thing, but it's also a Nintendo thing. Yeah. Um, and also, Banjo-Kazooie is coming as a playable character in Smash. I do not know how I feel about that. Because oh, I am not a... Um, yeah, the only rare game I like Sea of Thieves, so I can't really... I mean, I'm not. I, I don't know. Like, I don't. Um, I've I tried Bando Kazooie, Bando Tui, what Banjo Tui, Banjo Kazooie, and then the second one, Banjo Tui. Yeah, yeah. I've I've tried them. I mean, I mean, I'm not a Banjo Kazooie fan, no, but I'm not a Crash Bandicoot fan either. <laughs> I like him because I'm not a huge Nintendo guy. Why? <laughs> Every time we talk about Nintendo, it's just so one-sided. It like, is extremely one-sided. You're always one-sided. like, and I'm just so negative about it. It's just like, <laughs> I'm just not a Nintendo guy. Yeah, like, I know. I like some of Nintendo stuff. Don't get me wrong, but I mean, right. I'm not a fanboy of Nintendo. Like, I could talk about PlayStation and Xbox all day, Yeah. but Nintendo's just like, meh. I mean, I'm the same way. Like, I'm still... I'm more of a PlayStation guy than I am Xbox. Like, whenever you talk about Xbox, it's mostly one-sided. Because I don't see their games... Like, they have a lot of exclusive content that I don't find appealing to me. But while PlayStation has some appealing content to me, exclusive content, I Honestly, should say. I'd probably, I would say I'm mostly a PlayStation guy, but I just play Xbox more now. Right. I know that sounds kind of weird, but all my friends play Xbox. So. Right. That's the thing, too. Um, but, you know, uh, so they teased it. I don't know. We don't... So everybody online is calling it a sequel. I don't know about a sequel. I think it's just going to be a big, huge update for Breath of the Wild. I don't know if the system could even support a massive DLC like this. But they possibly previewed a Breath of the Wild sequel. It looked identical to the first one. Ganon's back. Big fucking shocker. Wow, you I'm played not, the Legend of Zelda games? <laughs> yeah, if you ever played The Legend of Zelda, there's always Link and Ganon. Always. And Princess Zelda. They're never going to wrap this up. Like, Ganon's always going to be a thing. He's always going to be I'd persistent like evil. See, it's never going to end. I wish they'd actually just end it in one That's game. what I'm saying. Like, there needs to be an ending. There has to be. Come on. But the problem is, is Link's cursed. That's the problem. Well... I mean, it's, I mean, I don't know if it's actually way, the true thing, but he's basically her. I'm pretty sure in Twilight Princess, which is chronologically the very first one yeah. in far as story order, he gets cursed. But either way, they dropped a little bit of a trailer for a possible Breath of the Wild sequel. It looked good. It looked identical to Breath of the Wild. I'm not excited. I mean, I feel like the... I'm not excited about it, but I will play it. Like, Nintendo Switch, I feel like Breath of the Wild was like limit. That was its capabilities right there. Yeah, like they pushed it. So you it. can't, yeah, you can't yeah. go any higher. They pushed it to its limit with We'll have that. to come out with another Switch, the Switch 2. Well, actually something. they are. They're coming out with variants of the Switch next year. Was that announced at E3? It was a joke. I'm kidding. There was Man, because that was they did literally a, they did a, like a meme for that. Yeah, they, like did a a, they did an interview, and the guy said there, he's like, I got 3D renders of the new Switch. Are you ready to see this? And it had like hand-drawn with crown. <laughs> and he's like, these are amazing. You know what I went through to get these? <laughs> like, it was funny. Um, but yeah, that's about it for Nintendo. Let's move on to the final distributors. A worthy foe. The only new reason you should have ever watched E3. Yeah. All right. So first off, never in my life have I ever thought that somebody's show would start like this. Yeah. Old school PS1 Buster Sword shit. <laughs> Was it new game? Continue a new game? Is that the so options? So like the options, it goes from top to bottom, new game, continue. It did... It was New Game Continue, and they went back and forth. And then Remake popped up, and they went to that. Yeah, so they went to Remake at the bottom. So, that was, like, the coolest shit yeah. ever. Yeah, and everybody lost their ever-loving mind over it. 
as soon as they hit remake, it showed like literally the first minute of the game, and it ended with that. And then, um, who was it? Miyazaki? Or, no, not Miyazaki. No. Who the fuck came out? I can't talked? remember his name. Hold on, I'll look it up. Okay. <laughs> I think he's... I cannot remember which one. No, Kojima. No, Hideo Kojima is not even in Square Enix. <laughs> oh, man. This is real good. We're Square Enix fans. I don't know who this guy is. God, I forgot his name. I know who he is. I just forgot. I'm sorry. He's a producer, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think so. Actually, or I'm director. 95% sure that he was the game director of the original. Uh, let's see. FF7 producer. Okay, so... Uh... What? <laughs> Scott, Scott, I'm not kidding. I look up Final Fantasy VII producer. Okay, it's uh, Yoshinori Kitase. That's who it is. Yeah. So I look up Final Fantasy VII producer. It says people also search for Naboya Ramatsu, Tetsuya Namura, Yoshinori Kitase, Steve Buscemi. <laughs> Yoshitaka. I'm not it's even funny kidding. Because in our old YouTube thing, there we made a Steve Buscemi joke. I'm not kidding. I'm screenshotting this right now. FF7 producer. I'm gonna put this on our Instagram. So if you're listening right now and you want to see this shit for real, go on our Instagram. It's literally the Grady and Scott Show GSS. Go on Instagram. I want to put it up after this uploads. Literally, Naboya Ematsu, Tetsuya Namura, Yoshinori Kitasa, Steve Buscemi, Yoshitaki Emono. Cause like, oh my God, who the hell? Anyway, but his name is Yoshinori Kitase. Walks out. Yeah. Um, they're saying they're talking about it, and they bring out um, what is it—the lead of marketing for Final yeah, Fantasy VII in America? American marketing, yeah, yeah, American marketing for Final Fantasy VII in America. And he's like, "Well, let's uh, let's get in depth with this gameplay." And now, when you say <sighs> when you say let's get in depth with this gameplay, you're like, "Okay, they're just going to show some gameplay and maybe talk about it a little bit." Mm-hmm. But no, this dude—they paused it. They and broke was like, it down. Yeah, they were like, "Yeah, the ATB bar." is these right here, and when they get activated, you can use stuff like Crosslash and Braver. And I was like, what the crap? Or Magic, once these are activated. Like, he went in so in-depth detail. He's like, yeah, he even said you press Square to attack. Like, I was like, what the crap? Press Square to attack, and then, like, once you feel an ATB bar, you can go into what's called Tactical Mode. And in Tactical Mode, you can choose a different form of abilities. If you have enough MP, and also you have an ATB bar full, you can use Magic, such as Fire. Ice, yeah. things like that and, and also you can use limits and you can you can determine your target while you're in uh uh what is it a tactical mode and what the best part about it was is not just tactical mode is if you don't want to play in tactical mode you can do all this stuff on shortcut menus so you can always stay immersed in the combat yeah you can just it, assign it is mind-boggling to, yeah you can swap to characters or tell characters to do specific things like this is just it's crazy yeah Oh man, it's super in depth, but they and, didn't stop there. Oh no, God, they made a joke it. and said, "So, uh, Yoshinori-san, when are we gonna get to see Tifa?" <laughs> and he was just like, uh, "Soon, soon." <laughs> so then they started talking about a little more stuff, and then they said, "All right, game director for Final Fantasy VII, welcome to the stage, Tetsuya Nomura." And everybody flips shit because it's Tessie anymore, and everybody knows who that guy is. Yeah. <laughs> like, it doesn't matter. If you know Square Enix, he is the face of Square Enix. You know what's really funny? On his Google profile, if you search Tetsuya Nomura, his um, face, like his facial profile for Google. He's always his same face? No. Oh. Um, he has a character rendition of a Turk from Final Fantasy VII as his face profile. Yeah, he actually designed that. That actually looked like him whenever Advent Children came out. Like, he had the hair like that and everything, supposedly. Mm-hmm. And he designed that himself, but which is pretty cool. Super cool. But, of course, he's Tetsuya Nomura is actually doing the costumes and character design, which he's game director. He's directing this game, and he is also designing... Uh, he's working on a story with everybody yep. else. Yep. He's also... He's designing the characters. Every character in it is being designed by Tetsuya Nomura. Like, that is my mind, which I think is actually what happened in Kingdom Hearts 3, too. Yeah. But but still, in this amazing. game, you know is going to be confirmed to actually not be pushed back a thousand, a thousand times. Because Yoshinori Kitase basically keeps the... You know how everybody knows how Tetsuya Nomura 
is always like, oh, it'll come out, blah, 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 and I push it back four years. Yeah. <laughs> Yoshinori Katase is a little bit different of a ball game. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Like, he's like, now, come on. Now, I can understand to an extent Tetsuya Nomura, he's a perfectionist. If it's not ready, it's not ready. We're not going to release it unless it's ready. Well, see, they said that about Kingdom Hearts 3, but look how that went. Well, they're still releasing DLC for it and updating every two weeks. Just saying. But still, shouldn't have been released. <laughs> or they shouldn't, have, they shouldn't have scrapped the original, yeah. I think. Um, but, but whatever. If any of that wasn't enough, they dropped an extended trailer. Of the one the day before, if you watched it, it was like the, play, the Sony experience or whatever. Yeah. They dropped it. It's an extended trailer of that trailer. Yeah. So basically the release date trailer, it was an extended version of it. Oh, oh sweet baby God. Jesus. Jesus Christ. Now I'm just going to say they nerfed it. They nerfed her for sure, but I'm I'm okay with it. Still nice. We got to see Tifa, Marlene, and we also got to see the face of our all evil. The face of true evil, Sephiroth. Oh, boy. Now we're only missing five more characters. Yeah, I know. We're, actually, we're missing a lot of characters that we'll but eventually get main, to see. Main, 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 yeah. main characters. Um, the only ones I'm concerned about. Super amazing. One. I'm super pumped. They showed Tifa them. is gorgeous. Aerith is gorgeous. Yuffie, probably also going to be gorgeous. Yeah. Um, it <laughs> all just, looks Jessie, super good. Jesse, gorgeous. Now, you know who <laughs> I'm looking forward to seeing is um, who's Sid's wife? What's her name? I forgot her oh name. Oh, my God. I don't remember her name. But Let, I me look. Let me look. Final Fantasy VII, Sid's wife. Yeah, there it is. First thing. What's her name? What's her name? Shara. Her name's Shara. Oh my god, he's such an asshole, but I cannot wait to see how Actually, she... Actually, I'm pretty sure there's a reason why he's an asshole. It's oh, because she screwed up his rocket, right? Yeah, she screwed... Okay, spoilers, but if you <laughs> haven't played it already, you should. Yeah, Jesus Christ, in the it's original been over, over 20 years. In the original Final Fantasy VII... Sid Highwind has always had a dream of going into space. Back when Shinra actually had in development a space program and had the funding to do it, Sid was in the opportunity to go to space. At the time of him getting ready to launch, all he wanted to do was go to space and didn't care what happened afterwards. But if he would have launched if they would have launched that rocket, he and everybody on that rocket would have died. Shara, his wife that was working as an engineer at the time, stopped the flight. Stopped it because it would have killed him. She couldn't stand to see him die. Ever since then, Shinra cut off, like cut off and the he's operation. Been a dick to her. Shinra completely cut budget. They were like, "Guess what? This ain't gonna work. Never mind." He's been a dick to her ever since. But they continue to stay together. Here's the here's the best part in all of Final Fantasy VII. Everybody comes into the house. They're really uncomfortable. He's like, "God damn it, go get this share or do this and that." Everybody's super uncomfortable, and they're like, "Actually, we're just gonna go." And he says. Sit down, shut up, and drink your goddamn tea. <laughs> and everybody sits down, shuts up, and drinks their goddamn tea. And ever since then, they became best friends. Now, anyway, I cannot wait to see talking that. Talking about Sid. Okay. Yeah. And what we can't wait to see. I'm a little scared. Why? Of what? <clears throat> you'll, you'll understand why when I tell you. The world map. Yeah, I'm interested I am to see. So scared. Well, they say there's going to be vehicles. I. Oh, so you know how? Okay, so like, whenever you first leave Midgar in Disc One in the original Five Has Seven, you end on the motorcycle on the end of the highway where they're doing work, and in the next shot it shows you at the gate of Midgar, getting ready to leave Midgar into yeah. the world. I'm thinking whenever that ends there, they're still going to have their motorcycles and a truck and things like that. And I think there's going to be highways and roads connecting the cities. And I don't think that was a I thing. I hope they do it this way and make it a huge game. Just yeah. a huge game. Because I don't think they would do it. You know, because back in, when Final Fantasy VII first originally happened, they couldn't just make roads connecting I'm cities because it looked stupid. Because I think... They'll leave, and then it'll be a loading screen, and then they'll load up in the new area, and there will not be a world map. I'm going to be super upset about that. But it, but if they did that, you wouldn't be able to have the weapons. Yeah, it's true. Ruby weapon. Unless they found a way weapon, to integrate them into a specific you know, world. And then I they, hope there's still optional bosses and you get specific stuff. Like yeah. I hope that's the case. But yeah. do you have any idea how difficult it's going to be to find... Those guys in this kind of combat, like they were hard and turn based. Yeah, and like to see them like in their massive state, 
fighting oh, it's gonna them. be ridiculous. Yeah, it's gonna be ridiculous. And like emerald weapon, <laughs> you're gonna have to swim underwater <clears throat> and find him. Yeah, I got, I got, I, I'm thinking unless actually, he comes out of the water. I'm thinking they actually might turn him into a way because like Final Fantasy Seven, you had a submarine. I think they may integrate a way where you can fight emerald weapon using like military grade submarines. So kind of like how. Uh, in Final Fantasy X, you have the aerial battle where you can you, you can integrate the ships. Yeah. So I'm thinking they're going to do that to a way to fight the weapons because they are so massive. Now, here's my question is Sephiroth, the end battle, because there's two forms of Sephiroth. Yeah. God Sephiroth and then... Normal Sephiroth. Normal, like, well, I forgot the actual name. Safer Sephiroth or something like that. Is that the one where you basically just, spoiler alert, if you haven't played a game, it's been 25 years. 23 years, 22 years, something like that. Uh, where you just do Omni Clash and beat him? No. So, okay, so there's three forms of Sephiroth at the end. Yeah, like there's one of them the, you just pick Omni Slash, right? And that's the end of the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so the first form is like God's, a Bizarro Sephiroth, which is like the God form of Sephiroth. He's like got different sections of the body that you have to attack and fight and take out. Um, second form is Safer Sephiroth, and he basically has one wing. He's floating on like. Like basically, he's floating and he's got like ominous. Oh yeah, things going okay, around. I remember that one. That's gonna be interesting to fight him in that form. I don't know. I, I'm. I wonder how Omni Slash could, is gonna work. They you could think, go many different ways. Do you think Omni Slash is gonna be like Omni Slash in Kingdom Hearts? I think it's gonna be like Omni Slash in Advent Children. With all the weapons. Yeah, I think his I think his swords are gonna basically present themselves. So kind of be like the armature for Final Fantasy Fifteen. Maybe. I'd like to see it like the Kingdom Hearts Omni Slash. I don't know. Where you I start think, floating. I think, uh, the way that they're doing it now, I think Omni Slash is just going to be him going berserk. That's true. I think like Omni Slash is him going to be slashing, going crazy, going absolutely ape shit, swinging his sword every which way but loose. That's a cool cutscene. Yeah. All right. Another question. How hot do you think they're going to make Shiva? She's progressively gotten hotter as this the game series has gone. Boy, let me tell you. I don't know. It's <laughs> going to be, be boiling. It's <laughs> going to it's going to be ridiculous. Like she's an ice she's an ice type yeah. goddess. She's going to be too hot to be an ice Are type they goddess. Have all the Bahamuts? <laughs> I don't know. I doubt it. Maybe. I'd be happy with one Bahamut. As long as they had like Neo Bahamut or Zero Bahamut. I'd be fine. You know what's funny? Bahamut. I know, it's Bahamut. But we called it Bahamut when we were kids. Yeah. I call, <laughs> I, I've gotten so used to calling him Bahamut, but it's Bahamut. I know. Uh, I'd I like know. to see... I'd kind of like to see him I'm interested as to the see, Final Fantasy fifteen version. I'm interested to see how summons work in this. Because it's no longer turn-based, so they don't I get, think they're going to do the... Uh, I'll bet it'll be situational like Final Fantasy fifteen's. I think that was the reason why they did this. If you do a specific, like meet a specific criteria, I hated that. You'll use a summon. I, I think that's how it be. Like I hated it so bad. But I think that's. I mean, unfortunately, like I played Final Fantasy 15 from start to finish, all the way through, grinded it out, played it for over forty or fifty hours. Like I put in some hardcore time into it. I like how you and, say that, but like and, hardcore time in my world is like four hundred, five hundred hours. But see, the thing is, I wanted to get through it. But like out of all that time that I put into it, I only used one fucking summon. I only had I, I only got the option to use it once. That's stupid. Like if you're gonna integrate something like that into the game, give me the option to use it a little more frequently. I mean it may be something different. It may work like the original game where maybe it takes up all your MP or something to summon because yeah. it'll be a summon, you know. Right. Um, anyway, Final Fantasy Seven. Um, Fantastic. As, as soon as they They're announce, as soon as they announce that we could pre-order it, I went on and pre-ordered it immediately. So I will get it on March third in the mail at my doorstep. March third, twenty twenty. March third, twenty twenty. Super Which is rad. Funny because Watch Dogs comes out March sixth, twenty twenty. Right. You're welcome. Um, but moving on from Final Fantasy Seven, uh, uh, we'll just keep on with Final Fantasy a little bit. Uh. Just because they kind of went together. Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles. Yeah. You know, go up. Going to be co-op. Don't yeah. remember what it comes out on. I don't pay attention to that. Did you make a note of that? What? What it might, What that'll come out on. The Crystal Chronicles? Yeah. No. Well, whatever. It's a cool game. It originally came out on the GameCube. Game Exclusive is really good. It's basically just a remake. Okay. That's multiplayer. Um, And then you've got, for people that play Final Fantasy XIV, Shadowbringers is coming. 
Yeah. Looks really interesting. I don't personally play Final Fantasy fourteen, but if I did, it looks really cool. And the gun berserker, gun, gun breaker, gun breaker, and the dancer classes. Yeah. So there's that. Uh, and that's about it on that. Like, I guess just add new jobs, new content, new story. Supposed to be the biggest expansion they've had, but I don't play Final Fantasy uh, fourteen, so uh, I don't really couldn't tell y'all anything crazy good. Yeah, I don't know much about it either. Um, I don't know what direction they would go with it, but either way, sorry, I'm trying to adjust my phone right now. Go live on uh, Instagram, see how that goes. Um, so moving on from Final Fantasy Seven, um, we covered that a lot. Super excited about it. Like no, I, I mean, said, that was one of the biggies. Right no, I mean, it was the, it was the largest. That was one of the biggest too. Right, it was the largest part out of all of it. You know, like that was the biggest point. I would in, say, well. I guess it was the biggest, but only by a fraction compared to one other. Which is? Avengers. The only reason I say that is because those who got the most amount of time, yes, I understand that Tetsuya Nomura came out and everything, but see, Final Fantasy VII is made in-house. Square Enix is making that. The yeah. Avengers game is just being produced by Square Enix. So, I, But still, I don't know. I, I looked at Avengers as soon as I seen that. I was like, um... I think it's going to be good. I mean, it looks... I'll get it. I don't even think it looks good. <laughs> like, really? Yeah. Like, that's just my opinion, though. I mean, don't, you know, don't kill me Which we didn't it, get to see too crazy much anyway. Like, right. it just kind of showed cinematic stuff. Right. Which, even with that, like... So, who's making it in-house? Who's actually making it? Uh, Crystal Dynamics, which okay. is a very good game company. <sighs> now... I think I, was, I, under, I, I think I know why you didn't like it. I, I think I know just, why you didn't like it. I was just disappointed. I think I know why you didn't like it. Okay, tell me why you think I didn't like it. Because <laughs> it's the same reason I had a problem with it. Okay. Like, I think it looks good, but when you saw these characters in your head, you thought of the Marvel. Are you talking into the mic? Or? It, it'll pick it up. It's a, <laughs> no, it's, it's like a $100 mic. It'll pick it up. No, it's unidirectional. Well, get a better mic. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great. Stop bashing okay. my mic and just talking. It's to my it. mic. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, you when when you see these when you saw these characters in your head, you thought they were gonna look like video game renders of the Marvel MCU characters, and I did. I was like, "This is what the <laughs> fuck." <laughs> I was okay, like, "This honestly. looks." Oh my god. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, I did think yeah, that. And that was a big thing. Like, that turned it down for me right there. It's just because, like, I was thinking I was going to see Robert Downey Jr. as far as... Now, I, I am pretty pumped that Nolan North is playing Robert Downey Jr. And I'm also pretty pumped that Troy Baker is playing Bruce Banner. Because Troy Baker played the Joker in Batman Arkham Origins, and Nolan North plays in literally everything. Yeah. Well, I... <laughs> He's probably I the mean, most honestly, well-known I, voice actor all just together all the acting will be good let's put it that way the acting will be good whether I, the game's good or not maybe i don't know i was like honestly yeah, i was expecting to see like robert downing jr oh it threw me off you know it like threw it me really for a did. loop so hard man <laughs> um i was like what the crap well our live video isn't working on instagram so that's that unfortunate was weird. that was my biggest problem with it i think it looks all right let me try live again i think the graphics look pretty good I don't know. I'm still... Which it won't come out. What did I say? 2020? Something like that. I was still very upset not seeing... I don't know. They, they, they've been using celebrities for everything nowadays. Like, they could have easily, easily gotten Robert Downey Jr. to at least be Iron Man or something. You got Keanu Reeves and Cyberpunk. You know well, what I'm saying? Well, see, I don't think Robert Downey Jr. wanted to do anything like that because he's done with Iron Man. Yeah, I know. I don't know. I, I just spoilers. I guess I don't. I I don't know if they showed any gameplay or not. Like it looked like it was some gameplay, but it also just looked like a cutscene. I could not tell. Yeah, it's because it was kind of gameplay, but it didn't have the HUD. So right. So I which don't know. that does hurt it a little bit as far as like trying to figure out whether you like a game or not, or think a game looks good. I think this was just hot because this is the only thing we've ever seen about it, other than the teaser part three right. years ago. I don't know. It. I didn't even know we had a teaser. But I, I'm not. Really? I'm not an Avengers fan. See, like the teaser, it was kind of like all the teaser was was rubble and like Captain America's shield's broken and Iron Man's helmet on the ground and Thor's hammer just laying on the ground like they just got their asses handed to them. Yeah. Like that was the teaser. See, that's the thing though. I've never been an, an Avengers fan. 
Like, I can handle individual films. Like, I can go watch Captain America. I can go watch Iron Man, you know. But I can't sit there and just watch it. I just, I've never been a huge well, fan of an Avengers Well, since you're the movie. only one in America that doesn't like the Avengers. Hey, um, listen, you can get on to me all you want about it. Uh, oh, what is it? Uh, what was that game called? That dang shooter looked awesome. Which one? From Square? Yeah. Um, are you talking about Outriders? Yes. Yeah? That looks dope. Talk about it, because I didn't take any other notes other than the name. <laughs> uh, I'm not exactly sure what it was. I mean, we didn't see any gameplay. We just kind of saw it, and right. that was it. It was like just a trailer. But apparently, from what they said, you get to create your own Outrider. And Oh, that's right. Okay. I'm, you're I'm, on a big, like, a big planet, I'm guessing. I yeah. would assume, imagine Destiny, like Looter Shooter. Co-op looter shooter, but instead of going to multiple planets, you're just on like one planet in right. like different areas. Like that's how I would, I would see it. Right. I wasn't. Uh, see, like after Final Fantasy VII happened, you're I was just sort of like, like forgot. You I, yeah, I was AOL. Like I was like, okay, well, was I'm like, just gonna. My thing was, I was, I was like, dang, I was like, all right. It's like Final Fantasy VII was released. Yeah. I wanted to see Final Fantasy sixteen. I wanted to see a teaser. You wanted to see Avengers. You were texting about it every two minutes. That's true, too. <laughs> but that was only because I was interested. Right. I mean, I wouldn't say I'm as hyped as I was, but I really just stayed up the whole time. I wanted to see Final Fantasy 16. I know, I understand that Final Fantasy 7 is first and foremost, and that game's going to be amazing, and I'm going to play the living shit out of it. Yeah. And it's going to be awesome. But I wanted to see the light of hope for Final Fantasy 16. Yeah. Like, I wanted to see, even if it was just like, uh, shit, I had to my, uh, just like, maybe just a picture or something real quick, just rendered like city. Yeah. And it said Final Fantasy 16. Like, I would have just to know that it exists. Yeah. That's what I. I mean, I don't know if it's going to be a thing or not. I, they'll either do Final Fantasy 16 or they'll just do remakes of the games. Of the old games. Because you know what Final Fantasy game I think would be really good as a remake? What? Final Fantasy 9. I think so too. I think 8, I think it would, be I think eight would do good as a remake. I think remake. 8 would, but they'd have to get rid of the... Uh, what's that called? What system was that? I don't know. For the magic and shit. What yeah, was that know, system oh my God, called? That was terrible. It, it was It was a mana base system, wasn't it? No, you found little shit on the ground. It was a sparkly stuff, and you went up to it and was like, "Oh, you got five fire." Oh yeah, yeah. I hated oh, that oh shit. God. What was it? All right. Got to look it up. Got to find out what that was. God, that was terrible. I really don't know. That's I want to say license, but it's not You know, license. that was one of the reasons why I stopped playing Final Fantasy VIII within the first ten minutes. Was because the magic system was absolutely trash. Let's see here. Junction system. Fuck yes. The junction oh, system. That you, there was, you could always use summons. There was no... You never had... had it, as long as it was alive and you didn't have to go to a save point to heal it, yeah. you could just keep using it, keep using it, keep using it. It was ridiculous. It was trash. It was just absolute trash. That whole system was garbage. It really was. Now, if you didn't use the junction system, so you never cured yourself with anything other than potions or stuff like that, the game was pretty good. I would say I liked the concept of quote-unquote limits in that game. Yeah. That was kind of cool. Yeah. Well, you just kind of like a form and for the, a little bit. And the summons actually kind of worked pretty well. But you but, just keep spamming them. That was the problem. But the funny thing was is you found the summons as their actual characters. Like you went Yeah, you had to fight Ifrit you, you or Ifrit. You, you have to fight the summons in order to get the Which summons. Which they did the same thing in Final Fantasy Thirteen, so you can't really... Just absolute trash. I don't agree with it. I hate uh, the idea. Which you're a Final Fantasy Seven fanboy, too. So <laughs> I am. Kind of makes a difference. Um, uh, we got one more thing to touch on, and then after we touch on this, we'll probably end up wrapping it up because we've been here for a while. Final Fantasy VIII's getting a remaster. That was the thing they I talked about. I thought that about. was the lamest thing of all of Square Enix's thing. Yeah. When I saw I mean, that, dude, when I saw it, I was like, <laughs> remake? I was like, oh my God. Like They're remaking, like, what if they did that? Like, they remade from, like, 7, and they went 7, 8, 9, 
and end up to like 10. And I'd like to it. see 10 in an action combat. I bet that'd be pretty good because 10 is the first Final Fantasy game I ever beat. Yeah. And I really love Final Fantasy Ten. I like the sphere grid system. I think it's fantastic. I hated it, but go on. Uh, once you got in depth, man, oh, dude, you can make everybody overpowered as shit, dude. <laughs> it was really good. Uh, but uh, I do remember that, like being at your house and you're like, watch this. You threw an item and it dealt like 20,000 points of damage. I'm like, what the fuck? Or like when uh, I have Titus or Titus, I say Titus. Apparently it's Titus, whatever. Does slice and dice, and I was hitting for nine, 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 nine every time. Oh my god, it was so stupid. <laughs> uh, See, seeing you hit somebody for twenty thousand points of I damage was, just blew my mind. I think it's like twenty six thousand points of damage. Yeah, I was. I like, think it's what it is. What, and they, it, whatever you were fighting, you fought for an hour hitting it with like twenty thousand points. Of oh, damage it was on it. the, it was on the ship. Yeah, in the air. Whatever that. Because you see, in the original game, you could buy. You can't do this in the remakes. I've tried the remastered. Uh huh. But in the original game, you could go before you go up there. There's an Albed guy that literally just gives you 99 Albed potions or something. It's something from him, and you mix both of those together and you throw it, and it does like Stardust Gaze or some crap, and it hits for like 26,000. That's what it is. I still yeah. remember how to do it. I still remember the NPC, but you just can't do it. I beat that game like 15 times. That's crazy. <laughs> but uh, that would be dope. Like, when, But when they showed Final Fantasy VIII, I was so hoping that they were going to do the, in my head, the way that I would do the cutscene if it was a remake. Mm-hmm. Is it started off in the original graphics like it did, and then right when the sword hits, it went, the sword changed to, to the newer graphics. And then the rest of it was newer graphics. That would have been dope. That's just wishful thinking. I would have been, thinking. holy crap. Total wishful thinking. The king of wishful thinking. I was that. Cringe. <laughs> but yeah, that's pretty much all of V3 think, just about it, wasn't it? I'm trying to think if there's anything we missed before we wrap it up completely. I don't think there was. I think uh, we hit everything. Did anybody watch the Bethesda other than Doom? I didn't watch Did it. Did any of y'all watch Bethesda? No. Okay. No. Bethesda's ruined their <laughs> life. When you make a, a mobile game your biggest IP, <laughs> Elder Scrolls Blades. Scott, Scott just went there. But um, we're going to go ahead and get ready to wrap it up. Before we go, head over to Spotify. If you're not already listened to us on Spotify, hit subscribe. Follow us. Go over to Apple Podcasts. Hit subscribe. Follow us on there. Uh, go to we, Instagram. Follow us on there. Yeah, Instagram. Go on there. And from now on, we're going to try to go live on Instagram. And right now, we also have Instagram Live opened up as well. So if you're listening to us on Instagram Live as well, follow us. Uh, I'll be posting more on there to make sure everybody's up to date on everything that we'll be doing. Um, except for, you know, right now. But after this, I promise, I'm going to be <laughs> letting everybody know what we're going to be doing. So... Go ahead and hit us up on uh, Instagram. Follow us on Spotify, Apple Music. Make sure you check out all of our latest stuff. Scott, anything you want to say before we go? Uh, have a good year in gaming. And <laughs> we're, what, Oh, we're going away that long? We can talk, <laughs> have a good year in gaming. No, we won't be t- Just have a good year in gaming, oh, even yeah. though nothing good's coming out until 2020. <laughs> You're right. Everything big is happening in 2020. Either way, we hope you all enjoyed. Uh, We'll be seeing you in the next one. See you. Bye.